Hello and welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you're new, it's a daily show, Monday through Friday, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personals. Uh, okay, 15 seconds in and uh, said something that uh, makes it sound like I have some type of head injury. Just going to give up. Anyway, I uh, hope you're all doing well. Save all questions till the end from what I'm about to talk about. You'll know when I'm wrapping it up. Just know that I'm all right. Uh, I am in contact with my doctor, Byers. Legend. Absolute legend. So, a little bit of a uh, concern going on for your old pal, EZ. Started with uh, what I talked to you about that happened over the weekend when uh, I had this. By the way, this mic is sounding crazy to me. That was a bad one. <laughs> Been a while since we had a real brain scrambler like that. <laughs> so, uh, hang on, I got to turn on the air. Getting warm already. It's going to be hot today. Buckle in, folks. Buckle in. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, when I was up north, I talked to you about how I was, uh, doing some hauling these logs out of the woods and all of a sudden I mean, it was hot out and I was sweating and it was, but then I got the, like the shakes and I didn't, I didn't feel good. And I, I, I could just sense that my energy was way low. And, uh, this has happened before. It's been going on for years, actually, where, like, my blood sugar gets low. I can just feel it. And uh, I made it back home. Now, this is uh, this is not good. So I went home and uh, slammed a, uh, a lemonade and ate some candy. And I, I talked about this yesterday. So, And then I felt better after that kind of. Uh, worked its way through my system. I was like, oh boy, thank God. Uh, truth be told, Sunday, I started to feel a little peckish. That's how I'll describe it. Feeling a little peckish. You know that uh, that uh, hunger feeling that you have? Like, oh God, I'm, I'm a little hungry. I, I'm, I'm going to get hangry. But no big deal. I ate when I was a little hungry and... Uh, nothing major but I, I could say i don't know i just i just uh i think the day before episode might have been in my brain so then yesterday i uh i reached out to buyers his response kind of elevated my concern 
First off, I screwed everything up because uh, I was supposed to get a blood test. I did get a blood test uh, about a week ago with regard to this physical that I have coming up. And uh, hang on, this mic is still bugging me, guys. I apologize. I don't even know if that's any better. I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, so I texted buyers about this and, uh, and I, I screwed up my blood test for the, uh, for the physical. He had indicated this needs to be a fasting blood test. And, uh, when I informed him that, yo, I didn't, uh, I didn't fast. He's like, ah, well, no, he, that's, I mean, it, it's remarkable that I screwed that up. Because, I mean, I've been seeing this guy for two decades. And I know full well that one of the things you have to do before every physical is take a fast, have a fasting blood draw. Did I fast? No. Did it fuck up the test? Probably. There we go. Doc, I'll be seeing you very soon. I wanted to inform you that I had a low blood sugar episode the other day. All the symptoms that go with it as well. I eat sugary foods and drink, and then I felt better. I ate sugary foods, and then I felt better after this happened from time to time over the past several years. I just wanted to uh, let you know about it in case you thought I should do a fasting blood test or anything, which is so dumb because he's like, God damn it. No, that's the order I put in for you. O'Neal! Today's do the show with interruptions day, apparently. Eric. Uh, you had labs drawn. On August 8th for your upcoming physical, a complete metabolic panel was drawn, which has a glucose level. Please verify for those labs you fasted 12 hours before the blood draw. Did not. How are you feeling today? Have you been experiencing any of the symptoms listed below? Increased hunger? Yes. Sweating and feeling clammy? Yes. Feeling dizzy or lightheaded? At times. Not dizzy. No, I actually, I take that back. Being sleep, sleepy or having trouble sleeping? See, a lot of these things I experience all the time anyway. Feeling like you may vomit, a fast heartbeat, a headache, blurry vision... Uh, mood changes such as being grouchy, feeling worried or nervous, anxious, tingling or loss of feeling, numbness, numbness around your mouth, lips, or tongue. So as soon as I read that, I'm like, then it's like in my brain. Then I'm paying attention to like everything. Like, oh, that's a little bit of nauseousness right there. Oh my God, there was a tingle on my, on my lip. Oh my God, I got diabetes. Idiot writes back, me, that's me. I did not fast. If you'd like me to redo, let me know. Today was really no different than other days. Got a little hungry. Ate two bowls of fruity pebbles at around 10. That was after yesterday's show. Was feeling tired, not unusual. Took a nap, not unusual. Ate some pretzels right after. Uh, Haven't eaten since. And this was sent at 4.27 p.m. With no problem. I'm a little hungry now. But none of those symptoms. So then I'm working at Bosco's. 
and uh, I started to feel a little hangry again. So I would, uh, you know, it's it, it perfectly normal to be to like graze a little bit here and there, uh, sneak a couple fries, maybe an onion ring here or there. Uh, so I was I was constantly putting some calories into my body. I had Doug make me this because uh, he always sends me home with food. He sent he made me a Jalen wrap, which you have to try one of these. Oh my god! I take this massive fourteen inch tortilla, heat it up, and then they uh, we put uh, lettuce, tomato, diced tomatoes on it. Hold on, Darla, mayonnaise. And then he, on the skillet, well, the tabletop griddle, he heats up ham, turkey, and uh, then folds it all together to be like a pile of meat with a piece of Swiss on it, which then melts. And then he puts bacon, this amazing bacon on top of it, picks it all up with a spatula, puts it on the bed of lettuce and tomatoes, and then you roll it. And oh my gosh, new favorite. New favorite at Bosco's. I uh, I eat that one. I eat half of that one, and then uh, I like I intentionally did that. I ate it there. Normally I'd, I'll eat, eat it when I get home, but I wanted it. I have a, a glucometer, a uh, to be able to test your blood sugar. And while I was there, I was sending Dine a text. I go, hey, can you dig out that? glucometer i gotta i'm i'm gonna i gotta get a little peek at what's going on inside of my system can't find it i go yeah i think it's over here she found it. i go awesome uh so i eat the food i get home and then i'm like all right i'm gonna test my blood uh get the thing ready to go and uh, then uh i don't it doesn't work so it needs a battery and i'm like holy shit and then i remember i just changed a battery out of um, a key fob. And I go, I think that's the same battery. And thank God it was. I get it out, put it in the glucometer, beep, beep, wakes right up. And uh, then you put the uh, little testing strip into it and it's sitting there waiting, waiting for the blood. It's like a big drop. It's like, add me, feed me some blood. You take this little lancet, you put it in this little stabber thing. And then it, I hate doing it. You push a button and it pricks your finger. And I, I put it on there and it says 77. Now, I determined that below 70 is a problem, but it doesn't have to be below 70 for you to start, like, trying to feed it, you know? It's, uh, and, and I was feeling a little, a little wonky. I wasn't feeling as bad as I was when I was up north. I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, it is a little low, but not the end of the world, and, uh, Let's see what will happen. So I like did this experiment. Now, I don't have any idea if what I did next um, proves anything. All it proves is that if you slam a can of lemonade in a, I'm not kidding you, in about 15 seconds. All right. I just, boom, knocked down a can of it. And then I sat on the couch for 15 minutes looking at the internet, and then I'm going to test it again. Now, I don't know this at the time, but if you eat and then you test, you should test two hours after, 
to see that your blood sugar should be at a certain level. And I was just doing a little uh, poking around on this. Um, on a fasting uh, blood sugar. Actually, I'll save that. I'll save that. Um, then I took another blood test. Now, I don't know what to expect. All right. But after that slamming that thing, my blood sugar level, I, uh, I, I put the drop of blood on it and then it's like taking its time. It took much longer for it to, uh, come up with the number. I was like, well, how come it isn't working? And it, it, I guess it was thinking or something. I think it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Nate writes, dude, you need a fasting blood draw, LOL. Jeez, with one kidney, you need to be careful. No, you're right. You're right. And I, and I will, but that was a fuck up on my part. I, uh, so I, I'll get to that again. You're the first one. I'm you're, you're getting ahead of the story. The blood it's thinking. And I think it was like trying to find like a number that, uh, the words, the word fucked on it instead of a number because it comes back as 294. So I'm like, whoa, that seems weird. And then, so the first thing I do is I start looking things up and everything is saying, get to the hospital immediately. You will die. So then I, then I get in a fucking anxiety attack. So I'm laying in bed and Diana's like, shut up, shut up. And she's experiencing, um, issues. She's got like a, uh, a dizziness thing happen. We don't know if it's vertigo or what, but she, and she's laying in bed and she turns her head. She's like, oh my God, I feel terrible. So we're both. And she goes, maybe it's something in the house. Maybe it's something killing us. I go, yeah, uh, no, that's not, no, I don't think that's the case. So now. I'm not sure at this point what's up and what's down. So first thing I do is I, I tip off buyers, my chart, just the freaking best. Uh, update was feeling a little peckish coming home from work. I have a glucometer. Blood sugar was 77, drank a can of lemonade very quickly, chugged it 12 ounces, waited 15 minutes. Glucose level 294. I'm guessing that could be a problem. Went to bed. Other than being scared, didn't feel bad. We'll test again when I wake up. Whole night passes. Uh, is it 12 hours? No. But uh, eight hours. No eating, no, no drinking, nothing. I test my blood this morning. Uh, 133. Now, from what I'm understanding. Now, I don't even know if that's uh, great. I think that might be. I think it's um, according to this other test I had. Um, it's kind of in the yellow zone. It's not the red and it's not the green. So I think we're knocking on the door here. Now, after a couple hours after eating... It should be less than 140. 
normal. It was at 133. Not ideal, but not the worst either. Uh, I ate, which I, I never, ever do. I never eat before this show. I, today I did. I had a uh, bowl of um, oatmeal. No offense, O'Neal. And uh, then I will test again at the end of this show. So at 10 a.m. on this show, I am going to test it. Okay. Uh, as If I'm very quiet, you can hear the AC and my voice sounds raspy. You know why? It's because this... My zenith is jammed again, so I need to um, I need to bash it. Hang on. Oh, I gotta get down here, very low down here. Now that's perfect. How about I just do the show down here like this? Tyler, I think, knows a thing or two about this. Says the three P's of diabetes. Polydipsia, poly, polyuria, polyphagia. I have never seen those words before in my life. In my life. In my life. Excessive thirst, urination, and hunger. Well, I don't know. Um, I feel like I've had to pee for the past six months all the damn time. I couldn't tell you. That's what Tyler indicates. This may be why you've been peeing so much. But, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not really sure about that. I think... There is a litany of things that could be wrong with me or nothing that could be wrong with me. If it's not my um, prostate or sugar issues or knee issues. Tyler says, not kidding. Back in the day, they used to taste urine to check for diabetes to taste for sweetness. Oh, come on. So... With the whole one kidney thing. Yeah, I, I th that's something that um, I was informed, for the love of God, do not, and Tyler is, is, is actually serious that they used to do that, and I believe you. Um, with the one kidney, it's, uh, I mean, I was, it's very important to not become diabetic. So, if by chance I'm, like, dancing around it or am, well, holy shit. Now that's uh that's beyond a wake up call. That's like your life is being threatened. And we just can't have that, now can we? So I'm waiting to hear back from buyers here. Uh waiting with bated breath about what he wants to do. And um in the meantime, I'll be paying very close attention to my blood sugar numbers and writing them down in my little uh, handy dandy uh, uh, notebook. What is that from? 
What is that reference to? Notebook. Didn't that guy do a video? It's a Blue's Clues guy. Didn't he do a video that says, hey, I guess you want to know what I've been up to? No. I don't even remember what you've been up to when you were describing to us what you've been up to. Donko, 67. I was diagnosed type 2 a couple of years ago. I lost 85 pounds and went on Ozempic. A1C, you want. A1C, you want from 10.1 to 5.2. Okay. All right. I can turn this around. Uh, But it just was a little weird because I haven't really had a health issue ever. Ever. Aram makes a great point. A good start would be to throw out the junk food from the pantry and stop buying it. That's spectacular that you would say that because I was laying in bed with Pooh Bear last night and we kind of had this little the uh, agreement right there that is exactly that. I said, hey, we got to get rid of the shit in this house. There is a lot of uh, processed sugar. All those sugar cereals need to leave. All those um, things that I talk about hilariously about that I, uh, that I scarf down in the freezer, all those frozen treats, they, they, they've, I think they should just leave. Amanda says that is exactly what I did yesterday. Oh my God. All right. So yeah, we're all on the same page, you know, Amanda says, if your doctor prescribes you Ozempic, can I have it? No, you get your own Ozempic. Uh, Brandis, who has often said that I eat like a toddler. Um, she's right. She says no more eating like a toddler dude. No more little Debbie's stay away from Mike ball. Kenny says, replace all of it with healthy stuff and report back how the NFK cusses out the fridge. I feel like I've got a support group here. I feel like I've got a uh, unbelievable level of support. Call of Duty says, what's your degree in? And I know what you're doing. I know all of this. You're right. Um, but you know what is more powerful than knowledge? Sugar. <laughs> Delicious treats. Uh, all right. Stevie says, uh, go back on keto. Yeah, keto doesn't sound like it would be something that a uh, diabetic should be playing with. I think that would require some. Maybe. Um, but the, the problem with that is when you eat a lot of those foods like that, I don't know. I don't know if I have the creativity to pull it off. Uh, I'm also supposed to be drinking a ton of water. So I should probably, you know what I should do here? I should have some water by me. And right now I don't. Um, I did read that uh, drinking a lot of water is very, very important. If you have this problem and I don't know for sure. So I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse. 
Uh, Blue Chaos 24 says keto is not sustainable. That's my concern. I wouldn't want to do that if it's not sustainable. Um, I just, I'm not, I, it, it makes me uncomfortable. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go get some water. I will take, I will draw my blood at the end of this show. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. A little bit of a weird day because my brain's a little rattled by that. Um, Kenny writes, I'm down 26 pounds. Oh, yes. Bigger penis. Congrats. I'm very proud of you. Oh, my God. Very cool. You star on the forehead for you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Today's going to be a great day for you. Now, um, I think what fried my brain last night while then laying in bed is I may have found what will take my life. So, you know, if this turns out to be true, well, what could take my life? I don't, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't, I can't predict the future. It's not like a person with one kidney has ever, has not ever gotten diabetes before, but they have, they had said to me, you, you cannot get this. So that, that was a little, it was a, a wake up call, you know, a, a health scare, I guess. And so basically I'm wrapping my mind around the idea that I may have this or I might be knocking on the door of it or I don't, you know, but, um, that kind of, um, caused me another anxiety attack last night. I had to take an emergency pill, which is this crazy thing that you take and you're like, Oh, I'm going to die. No problem. Oh, this is great. So I took an emergency pill. I normally don't do that. And, uh, try again today. Try again today. So, um, I apologize for the, uh, for the tone of this. I, I hope it's still in some way, some way engaging and not ridiculous to listen to, but a little weird right now, so I'll keep you informed. Holy cow. Uh, real, real busy week. Um, I, it's like, I, I, I think I'm to a point now where um, something may have to give. Today I'm recording Who Are These Broadcasts with Carl and Christian Blatt. You can see the show live on uh, the Who Are These Broadcasts YouTube channel. It will be at 3 p.m. today. In fact, uh, excuse me, I just something popped into my brain that I forgot to do, and that is text Dale. Yo, yo, dot, dot, dot. Can I call you at 10.30 for trivia? Question mark. I hadn't talked to Dale in a couple of weeks. We hadn't played trivia, so I'm like, holy shit, we got we to gotta do that. Uh... Kyle Tomei is up to play. Uh, if any of you want to play trivia with Dale, 
please reach out to me. Even if you've played before uh, with a game that I've been, that game that I've been playing it as long as I have, it seems like it's getting harder and harder to find somebody who wants to play. And let's face it, a $25 prize is fine, but it's not like it's sexy. It's just something fun to do, and I love doing it. So if you uh, if you want to play and you're enjoying this show, please send me an email, eric at ericsanecho.com. I haven't had a lady on in a while, so ladies move to the front of the line. Eric at ericsanecho.com if you want to play trivia with Dale. But I will do it today at 1030. And then 3 p.m., who are these broadcasts with those boys, which should be cool. Um. You got the car show. Hold up. Wednesday. All right. Wednesday's no big deal. Thursday is the Irvine's car show. Um, and then I realized I was double booked Thursday and Friday. So Thursday, I'm doing the huge show starting at three. Um, and then the Irvine's car show after that. Uh, note, Megan, I may be a little late to the car show. Because I'm on the radio. I'll talk to you off the podcast about that. Friday, same thing. Huge show. After that, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Saturday, Dream Wheels. What is Dream Wheels? Okay, this is the weekend for the 28th Street Cruise. This area in Grand Rapids where everybody who has an awesome, fantastic, show-worthy car and the, some not-so-show-worthy uh, cruise up and down 28th Street. All these vendors all over the place. It's a carnival-like atmosphere. Everybody's smoking pot. All these sweet rides. You know, a who's who of uh, uh, Detroit Muscle, GTOs, Firebirds, Camaros, Corvettes, Exotics, uh, New, Old. Uh, monster trucks. It's freaking sweet. And basically people just line the freaking streets. Like it's like the world's biggest parade of muscle cars. It is really taken off and they host a car show. The local Wyoming, uh, Kentwood public television, WKTV. And every year they host a car show on TV that they record it all. And then they uh, play it back like, you know, this is public TV. This is Wayne's world, but make no mistake. They have amazing equipment, amazing volunteers, amazing leadership. And they bring in Kim Carson and your old pal EZ to host it. Oops. God damn it. Check, check. Hello. Hello. One of those days, I guess. So, um, that is on Saturday. This was the event that last year, um, the Zaniacs went to the event, stalked me out, took my picture when I was on TV, and then they, they would post it on the Castaways United page and they would be like, uh, say something shitty about this asshole. And I remember seeing the one guy look at my, I was, I was looking at him when he was taking my picture. His name is Doug Lemon. He was one of the fucking guys who helped build this room. And I, I looked at him and I'm like, what is, what are you? 
And, uh, yeah, taking the picture. So I guess he saw me there or he went there specifically for this reason. And uh, what's what's weird is that's actually increased in intensity. So I'm expecting the Zaniacs to actually go there and do stupid shit, try to fuck up the broadcast, which, I mean, seriously, would surprise no one at this point. And then they'll they'll do that, and then they'll say, we just want to move on. We just want to be left alone. So I'm ready for him this time. All right. And then Sunday, oh, my God, fantasy football time. No, I'm not doing one with the uh, with the Zaniacs. Sorry. Not that not for any good reason. Other than um, I'm in this one league with my neighbor and uh, it's going to be awesome. So Sunday is the day that I get to meet all these people. I, 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 I don't know anybody in the neighborhood, really, from this group. But this one neighbor, her husband and her reached out to me and said, hey, you want to join our fantasy football? And I'm like, yeah. So Sunday you go to their house and y'all bring like something to eat. And then uh, you, you draft your team. By the way, at the um, at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, please come out and see me. I kind of glossed over that. See me. See the cars and see the folks at Irvine's and hang out. I know several of you have said that you are going to get together. And, uh, and join for that. Afterwards, the idea is to go to the Beltline Bar and enjoy a meal or a couple of drinks uh, after that. So that will be fantastic. Uh, and that is on uh, Thursday when we, um, when we hang out over at Irvine's. So, all right, a ton of things going on, my God. And somewhere in between all that, I have a couple of meetings and things. I just feel like it's um, absolutely over-the-top busy. Car show starts at 5 p.m., goes till about 8. uh, And then afterwards, we'll go get something to eat, hang out for a bit. Off we go. All right. Thank you so much for enjoying the show. Uh, It is... uh, all of it in its entirety is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. The folks on Facebook and X, and when I'm not blocked for a week, YouTube. Uh, well, I, I'd like to put the first uh, handful of minutes up available for you, but the full show, you can get it by going to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, audio podcast, wherever you download shows, just search Eric Zane Show. Subscribe, rate, and review, please. I have a Patreon. Uh, where this week I will be doing uh, a big fraud Wednesday with who are these Justins, another edition of who are these Justins with Ben Glaze, and then also the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I think we will have an early start time for those shows um, because of a schedule issue with Ben. I will keep you posted and I will send out the invites, but I'm thinking that... um, who are these Justins will start at about uh, 5.45. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast will start at about 6.30 on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. So uh, if you ever want to reach me, send an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Shoreliners striping, striping uh, parking lots, striping athletic fields. Uh, workplace, environments, factories, things like that. 
and uh, whatever else you can put paint on, on the ground, that is. Uh, Shortlinerstriping.com is their website. For those watching on Facebook and X, I'm sending you on your way. Okay. Uh, The open and live stream of this show brought to you by Throat Slash Dale and Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. 231-740-4898. That's 231-740-4898. You call that number. Hey, this is Dale, Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Don't be thrown off. He had an injury to his throat years ago, and he is recovering. He has recovered. It's just that's his voice. Uh, have him come to your residence and give you an estimate as to what it's going to cost to uh, clean up the place. Concrete, landscaping, home, roof, you name it. Superior cleaning and power washing. If you work in the restaurant in- industry, the hoods will need to be cleaned. Uh, I hooked Dale up with Doug from Bosco's and those two, uh, it's like Super Friends Unite. And um, Dale cleans Bosco's hood. So there you go. Uh, if you work in the restaurant industry or know anyone who does, if they need a superior job cleaning those hoods, you have to have a certified person do it. That is Dale. Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. All right. Story I've been watching that I, I, I cannot believe this one. Uh, some lady in Michigan, and I don't know where, there's a lot of layers to this. This is going to piss you off. I can promise you that. A lot of twists and turns. Uh, this is six-year-old. Uh, six-year-old girl. I don't know her name. I don't even know if they say her name. Six-year-old girl. And, uh. She is a cheerleader on the six-year-old cheerleading team. Her, uh, she has Down syndrome. You can tell by uh, the uh, facial characteristics. By the way, uh, this is definitely not a time when uh, the R word can be used. You see, it's context. I'm, uh, the goal is the R word is just to describe Stupid people pretending that there was a connotation to people who have a intellectual or mental disability or whatever. That never happened. We're just uh, repackaging that word to mean just stupid people. This is a long process. I don't think it'll work and it will probably uh, cause me to lose money eventually. But anyway, little girl's name is Kinsley. She's Down syndrome. And she's on the six-year-old cheerleading team. Now, I was a cheer dad for a few years. And uh, this was middle school and high school. These are six-year-olds. Basically, all they're doing is clapping their hands, going rah, rah, rah. And maybe one will do a somersault. And that's it. There's, there's nothing. You're not doing really anything. It's just something for the kid to do. Something to enrich their life. And uh, all the little girls on the team uh, love Kinsley. And, um, you know, I mean, at age six, I don't think that um, uh, 
most kids would realize that there is a, a difference. You know, you haven't become that much of an asshole. As years pass and the world sinks its claws into people, that's when they become idiots. But six-year-olds, no, no. That, there's no way, you know. Um, one of the moms that is uh, watching the cheer team thinks that there's no place that the six-year-old should not be on the team because she's screwing up the team. Now, what a, what a stance to make. The, the kid cannot be on there because she's got Down syndrome and she's messing up our score. Well, this influencer, uh, her name is, she calls herself Mama Bear and she's, I mean, you got to understand, she's a little bit animated for her content, but it's not bad. She, um, I'm deliberately keeping things out of the story, which by now I'm guessing some of you have already uh, tipped them off. No, thank you. You haven't. Uh, This lady reveals something else on this story. This is absolutely fantastic. Audio check, video check. Here we go. Yeah. Great. (laughs) So I woke up this morning and like a damn fool went on to the book face. And I was tagged in this several times. Mm-hmm. And when I told you I got angry, I got fucking rage red angry. I don't know if this was tagged because I'm from a small town in Michigan, or I was a cheerleader, or I have a special needs child, or a combination of all of the above. But you're gonna need to buckle up for this one. I want you to take a look at these beautiful girls that are in this photo, especially this little Missy right here named Miss Kinsley who happens to be a six-year-old cheerleader with the rest of her team, doing what little kids do. And she happens to have Down syndrome, which means she was born with a little extra love in her chromosome 21. Now I want you to meet this dragon's ass. Okay. Yeah, she made it. I'm going to pause it so we can read it. This is what she wrote. So just wondering what makes a cheerleader a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader in school my whole life. Also, I've coached cheerleading for 10 years. So just know that I know exactly what makes a cheerleader a cheerleader. For one, you have to be able to speak to say the cheers. For for two, you have to be able to do the movements with all the other girls. You have to have a memory and comprehension to even know what the next cheer is. You have to be able to follow directions so that you know where to stand there, when to stand there and be quiet, and you know when to start a cheer and do what you're supposed to do. Not... Have your parents sit down there with you the whole time as you lay on the ground and run around the track out on the football field. A skirt and a bow doesn't make you a cheerleader. Dumb fucks. Oh my God. Now, I have to tell you that this is not the worst of it made it well known that she wasn't happy that Miss Kinsley was a fucking cheerleader. Pause to read. Yeah, she said that with her whole fucking ass. 
a skirt and a bow does not make a cheerleader dumb fucks. When I tell you I wanted to get on the first fucking flight and show her exactly what that meant. This chick, this, her personality, this type A is, I, I love this. I love, I love seeing shit like this. She's really funny. Calm down, put my credit card away. And I did a little bit more digging. And it, this is the type of chick that I could imagine her hanging out with Diana and those two just, oh, what a time they would have. So much worse than you all really thought. See, cause uh, Miss Ma'am here happens to be a volunteer cheerleader at a different school. Let me say that again. Little Miss Ma'am here on the right was, was a volunteer cheerleading goat. Was. Uh, volunteer, she said, first she said volunteer cheerleader. It's volunteer cheerleading coach. And apparently the school superintendent. Uh, greetings, Ms. Young. Thank you for taking time to email us regarding, someone made a um, free market solution, offered a free market solution. Um, because of that post, they ended up firing her. I didn't think it warranted enough to do anything but to look into it. Because the superintendent obviously got a lot of heat from parents on the book face because she will not be returning to Bentley. Not be. But that's not even the worst part. Okay, here we go. This is where it gets really off the reservation. I've already talked to you about how fucked up this is. Get ready. This is the part that had me fucking blind with rage. Blind. Because this is Kinsley, and again, she goes to a different school. And this is her beautiful mom, Nicole. And this thing here, that man on the right is Kinsley's father. Okay, so the first picture you saw was the mom of the kid with Down syndrome, Kinsley. And she's cool. This is the dad of Kinsley. See where this is going? And his girlfriend is the one who wrote the post. Yeah. This is her father's girlfriend talking shit about a child with Down syndrome. This is the girlfriend of the father of that child that she talked about. You know, the one that spews off on about dumb fucks? Yeah. Let's break it down, princess. So this post right here that you read previous, and instead of apologizing, you double down with this piece of shit. Bitch, you want to talk about dumb? Uh, this is the double down. I can't read the first line. Um, child want child to do certain things so bad. They'll put these kids in these sports. They have that have absolutely no capability of doing just so they can say my kid's a cheerleader. So she's doubling down. She's right. They don't worry about the coaches that put in the work to have the team look good and be all together. Six-year-olds, okay? Um, boy, this is such a shallow thing to say and do. I mean, the fucking nerve of this bitch. They don't think about the kids who work hard and are doing what they're supposed to do to look good, only to not look good because kids that don't know what they're doing are there bringing the squad down. She writes very poorly. Bottom line is this. If your child is not ready for sports for a number of reasons, it's not fair to the coaches or the other kids on the team to put that child in sports until they're ready. If you want them to do such activities, you should get them the help they need so that they are able to do these things. God damn. 
dumb fucks. You can't even fucking spell. You have run on sentences for days. But you want to talk about kids who have special needs? You have entered the fuck around and find out phase. <laughs> I don't have to be nice. What you gonna learn today? Wow. Ah. Let's uh talk about the fact that she's dating the father of that kid. What the fuck is that guy doing? Let's her get away with that? Ah. Oh. That is remarkable. Nate says, fuck that bitch. I hope she gets diabetes. Ryan says he's no father, clearly. I hate them both, Linda says. Assholes of the year, maybe. Ryan says, I'm ready to light my torch. Is the mob ready? My God. Chris says, great, I'm enraged now. Just trying to give the girl a sense of normalcy. I cannot imagine. And the thing is, working for the other school, it's not her business how the school operates, how that team operates. Uh, Aram says, I'm guessing he doesn't have any custody rights or seems like he should not. Yeah, there's just so many things wrong with this. My God. God, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flooded with emotions. I can't even think straight now. I mean, honest to God, there is a great possibility that all the sixth graders are there doing whatever the go team, go sis, boom, ba, rah, 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 or whatever the fuck you do. And the kid might be down there rolling around. Uh, you just, you know, I mean, you actually give the rest of the team higher points because uh, cheerleading is a sport that's actually judged. You get a bunch of people that are women, that usually women that are around the mat uh, with a clipboard and a pencil. They're usually dressed in uh, 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 black slacks, a black uh, top, almost like a black um, uh, blouse that they put over a white shirt. They look like nuns. Uh, at one point, they were all hot, and then they they judged the kids. That's how you score points. I'm guessing that they get together in a huddle and say, all right, no matter what the kid with Down syndrome does, uh, don't hold it against the team. In fact, they should give them more points because if the kid's rolling around and bumping, I mean, even if it is that bad, I don't know. They just, they just turn a blind eye, you know? And if you're the coach, um, you basically uh, of that team say, yeah, you know, let's just uh, learn to do these. And, uh, you know, she's a little, sp- explain it to them. Teach them something. Those kids will figure it out. Ryan says, did we learn nothing from Johnny Knoxville's film, The Ringer? Exactly. Now, outside of the kid uh, deciding to take a shit in her hand and, like, uh, do a poo-poo Picasso on the back of one of the other kids, I I I see no issue with any of this. And I don't know if that's the case. I'm just saying just in case. But, I mean, come on. Doesn't exactly have... uh, 
uh, the opportunities. Most kids don't have the opportunity to participate in uh, in in uh, sports in school, and they just they just want to do it. I mean, come on, give the kid a break. Think about big picture here, you stupid fuck. God damn, what are we doing here? I don't um with that type of resume, this crazy bitch. How could any man be attracted to someone with that much of an evil vibe to them? You know, I mean, I I guess if you if you're uh, if if you find someone like her attractive before they start to talk or reveal, show their ass. You know, I mean, I get it. Hey, yeah, she's nice. Uh, let's have sex, okay? You know how it is these days. Basically, you go on one date, and then the day of the first date, you go have sex, which seems crazy to me. I would be so intimidated if I sat down for a date, and the date goes, hey, let's go home and have sex. I'd be like, what? Are you fucking crazy? I mean, yeah, but uh, that's what? Is that how this works? Um, But... This chick, once you find out that she's a psychopath, you don't want any, you don't want to stay away. And then it's your daughter. She's, she's just murdering your kid. Kenny says, that's not how it works. You mean you don't throw it in chicks on the first date? Uh, Kenny, who I know since, I mean, ever since we've started to communicate at this level, he has gone on like eight, he has like had 8 million girlfriends. Um, the audience member with the most game is Kenny because despite being transported around on a hover round and uh, numerous back issues and terrible taste in music, uh, gets tons of poon thrown at him. Megan says, sometimes that's how it works. Well, I've, I've been told, and I guess you've been told. I don't know if that's, well, if it does, great. Uh, that did, I take it back. That kind of worked with me once um, with this chick, Julie, that I, uh, I, I've shown the picture of her. She, uh, the years haven't been kind to old Julie. Not that they've been kind to me, but um, she looks like a, a sack of potatoes with a vagina at this point in time life is i mean i i I mean fuck i took one look at her and i i i'm like she's got to be near death i was like holy shit um that was college i've never had a i'd never had a woman be aggressive with me all right Ryan says, it's tremendous when you think about how good you look. I mean, really? Amy says, poor Julie. She aged in dog years. But she was cute. And I was sitting there watching a movie in my uh, in my buddy's room. Uh, and this chick was sitting next to me. I, I barely know her. And then she starts to caress my arm. Like it was just on the armrest and she like went for it. And I was like, oh, 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 I'm 18. Oh, oh, I hadn't had sex ever. Oh, 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 oh. And like immediately wet tip. I'm like, holy shit. 
Well, things got a little interesting. And 30 seconds after sex, or 30 seconds after we started, the sex was over. Uh, No idea of what I was doing. Nothing. It's like, you idiot, you got to time that out. You got to get a hold of yourself. There's, it's, 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 uh, uh, you know, supposed to last longer than that. You asshole. She probably hated that. Yeah. Amanda, we know you sell stuff for that problem. Okay. You're uh, on the fast track to get in a banning. If you start talking about your stupid vibrator business, you guys know that Amanda sells shit? for your vaginas and your dicks. Did you know that? Was everyone aware of that? We know. Doesn't have to be about you. Everything we talk about on the show. We're well aware of the stupid stuff that you sell. Okay. Anyway. Ryan says she should sponsor the show. Then big fraud could talk about all of the big frauds you sell. I think she tried that. And uh, those folks, I think they don't want to be associated with, uh, with a show like mine. And I don't, I don't blame them. You know, I wouldn't either. Okay. Uh, since I, I, I apologize, but since I haven't sucking back the water, um, I got to go pee again. I hope this isn't my life now. Stand by. All right, I feel a little hungry. That's that's the like the concern. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Uh, this is oops. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Jesus. All right. This is the girl that I was telling you about. My uh. My first love. And this is her with her man. Okay. Lovely couple. Uh, he looks like... Um, uh, you remember that group, the Fat Boys? He looks like one of, the, <laughs> one of those guys. And uh, so she... I, I think I, I drove her to Black Dudes. Which is good. I mean, you're getting what everybody should do. Here she is with kind of like a pouty look. So there's a lot going on there. Here's a good pick. Yeah. (laughs) It's all good. What? Kent says, only because you were easy rhymes back then. Tyler writes, oh boy. Bud Vugger 78 says, I'll bet she's bow-legged now. Yeah, but not from me. All right. Uh, Thank you, as always, to Blue Frost IT. 
the managed IT service provider of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Their phone number is 616-200-8550. Bluefrostit.com. So if you're running your business or you work for someone who runs a business and they're ever in a position where they're thinking about getting new tech, if you just go and start buying new things, new computer, new laptop, whatever it may be, new monitors, new uh, hard drives, modems, uh, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, you could buy the wrong thing. Have a uh, computer setup custom created for your business, like a company that specializes in audio production, this one, uh, doesn't have the same needs for tech as like one that specializes in, well, any other realm. Uh, Blue Frost IT can help you make the right decisions. Bluefrostit.com, 616-285-50. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right, I need to check in, see if the doc has uh, gotten back to me. This could be this is like a real-time uh, update. By the way, have any of you ever heard about uh, people who podcast in real life, IRL podcasting or IRL uh, shows? Basically, everything they do is on camera. And I've been coming up with um, whether or not I would be interested in doing that. And the only way I think would be interesting would be if like 24 hours of a day, So no matter what it is, you can log on and can see what I'm doing. And I would like sell it as, all right, um, on this certain day, the whole day is going to be live streamed every single second of every day. Uh, I turn the camera off when I have to go to the bathroom and I don't know if sleeping would work. Maybe it would. But um, 
So camera on me at all times. You can see me from like a perspective of if there's a camera in the room and a camera from like what I'm seeing. So you'd have like two screens, one on me and another one, what I'm seeing. So basically I'd be sitting here for extended time after the show working on the show. Sounds terrible to me. I wouldn't want to watch that. But there are people who do this and just go about a normal life, uh, feeding the dogs, uh, taking the dogs for a walk, talking with the NFK. But the one thing that stands out to me is it wouldn't work is you can't put people on there unknowingly. I would want it to be like while I was at Bosco's making the French fries for people because it's hilarious in that damn kitchen, the shit that we do. It's an absolute riot, but I would have to tell them, I said, look, we're on camera the whole time. And I don't think they'd go for it. Who wants to do that? You know, the idea came to me when I was listening to Carl's show and he had, um, some lady on named Alyssa Jordana, who I guess used to be on the Stern show and used to be Andy Dick's significant other or something like that. And, uh, and, and she does that. I'm like, what? Really? I don't know. Uh, here in Grand Rapids, we have a real problem. They um, really made it a perfect town for people who are homeless to grift to just beg for money. Uh, they made it so that there was uh, no problem with that. If you you could set up shop on the street, people uh, bring their, and I'm not kidding you, especially in the downtown area, it's a nice, it was a nice, it was a really fantastic place to be. And then uh, people started taking shits on the street. I'm not kidding. So a person would, um, like at the bottom of the lamp posts are outlets, electrical outlets, People would plug in a PlayStation and then, um, and a TV and they would put a sleeping bag on the ground and that would be their spot all summer. And it's fucking horrible. So then there's areas of the town right there that are restaurants and things like that. People go there to shop and to eat and have a good time. And now you've got this and Everything I said is true. So they're peeing in the street. They're shitting in the street. They're playing video games in the street. They're walking around. They're harassing people for money. And uh, the business leaders are pissed off. And I guess one member of the uh, city commission is a guy who owns a business called Long Road Distillery. Well, the activists, which I hate that term, they decided that they were going to protest this commissioner who wants a change in the ordinance so that these businesses can thrive the way they were doing and people can come downtown and enjoy downtown without these people, uh, you know, begging for money all the fucking time and harassing them when they're at ATMs, which I think is a very reasonable request. Well, these fucking activists like, no, fuck you. And they, they, they staged a protest. They're trying to do a free market solution at long road distillery. Um, let's get into this audio check, video check. Here we go. In theory. For toddlers. Uh, Okay. That makes me not so happy. There's a nice toddler, grandpa, kid going to play. 
All right, awesome. Ah, I thought I had this secured. I guess I didn't. Here we go. with people chanting commissioners change to a city code. One they say targets the unhoused. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jamie Sherrod. Our Matt Whitcoast has more. That's the new term. They had to, they had to change it from a uh, homeless to unhoused. Like if you are around these people and you say the term homeless, they're going to yell at you. We don't say that. We say unhoused. Well, what makes that uh, uh, less hurtful? Why is the first one hurtful in the first place? That doesn't make much sense to me. Why? Who cares what the term is? More after speaking with the protesters and a city commissioner. A small protest in Grand Rapids with people chanting commissioners changed to a city code, one they say targets the unhoused. It was about a month ago several commissioners voted on several changes to the city's disorderly conduct and nuisance ordinances to address what many called issues that have been growing in the city. Protesters singled out one of the commissioners because they say he has an influence on businesses. Around a half dozen people outside Long Road. A half dozen people. And uh, their sign says people over uh, dollar sign. Boycott Long Road. Distillery Saturday. The reason to protest City Commissioner John O'Connor, who is a co-owner. We're here to uh, show just how unjust. Kellen Martin, who's wearing a bonnet. It is uh, that John O'Connor. Okay. Um. He has a mask on and he's outside now. And it's a cloth mask. There was a time when I would wear a mask when I go into a store. I would not wear a mask outside. That time is past. If it comes back, I will put on a mask again. Okay. Uh, this asshole does not need a mask right now. I uh, can put uh, changes into the city ordinance that affect unhoused people in an unjust way. O'Connor says he stands by his vote. I, I'm proud to serve the people of Grand Rapids and want to keep, uh, keep positive momentum moving forward here. Late last year, the Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce presented... Some I've never understood the idea of the, world, the community should suffer because someone is uh, homeless and struggling. And, you know, uh, most people who are homeless are not out there because people treated them poorly. They're out there because the choices they made ultimately that led to them being down on their luck and in the situation that they're in. So as sad as that is, that does not mean that all these other fucking people have to suffer because of it. Some of their ideas on how to address concerns after they said business owners and workers were being repeatedly accosted downtown. One idea was finding people for a violation. Look at that shit. But the there's shit everywhere on the street. City pushed back. A request really started a dialogue about you know, kind of really what the needs are in Grand Rapids in terms of some of the, the housing outcomes that we have. 
The city spent months looking over current city ordinances. Officials sent to the task to focus on what's on the books already and what could be done to address public safety. They then came up with banning loitering in doorways, accosting while near an ATM, and how much of a person's property is allowed in a public area. Many showed up at city meetings to express opposition, saying that changes were directed at the unhoused, but in the end, were voted on a 5-2 to two favor of the changes. I agreed that these were gaps that, you know, opportunities to address some gaps in the system uh, based on, you know, behaviors in our community that we didn't think were, were acceptable. So those changes are... Why is it that the protesters always look like they're homeless too? Anti-homeless in nature. Um, they're anti-people in nature. They... You're anti-people because you want... Uh, you don't want a bunch of stinky fuckers around your business. That's an anti-people stance. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, are meant to subvert the public and to destroy any uh, community that we have. Subvert the public and destroy any community. No, that's that's completely ridiculous. They just want to have. They just want to do their thing and have a business and have people there, customers who can go in, enjoy a drink, and then leave without a homeless person taking a shit in front of them or uh, uh, costing them for money, you asshole. Kellen Martin is with the Grand Rapids Tenant Union. This guy looks like a like a chick. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He explains he was unhoused at one point in his life. People won't pay them for uh, them to get those basic necessities. They won't hire them. They just leave them on the streets to die. So if you can imagine a situation like that, that's basically what being homeless is like. O'Connor says at this it's unfortunate, that's terrible. But that that doesn't mean that it's their problem. This time, if someone wants to seek shelter in the city, there are beds open. He adds there are options available to get people. Let me back that up because that part is important. And imagine a situation like that. That's basically what being homeless is like. O'Connor says at this time, if someone wants to seek shelter in the city, there are beds open. He adds there are options available to get people back on their feet. There are, you see? Uh, we have the Fusion Center, which operates at Crossroads Bible Church uh, every week. So you have an opportunity, if you are unhoused, to go to one location to get an ID if you need it, to get signed up for your VA benefits or your SSI benefits, to take a shower. O'Connor said... Okay, and that's very important because um, those services are available. But however, I'm fairly certain that there is an, and needs to be an effort to want to get clean. When I say get clean... Uh, the drug addiction that is goes hand in hand with these homeless people is, uh, well, it's pretty much, uh, well, it does just that goes hand in hand and, uh, people have to want to take that first step. And there are resources within those organizations that can help you, but you got to take that first step and not everybody's ready to do that. So then they're not allowed to participate. Then they're out on the street and then. Here you go. This is what you're left with. Guy taking a shit while well, all you want to do in is do is go get a fucking pizza at Uccello's and there's a, a guy taking a dump in the doorway. As he understands as a public official, people protesting against his actions. He says it's unfortunate that it led to impacting his employees and surrounding businesses. The changes to the ordinances had a 30 days from their July 25th passage to go into effect. In the control room, I'm Matt Whitkos, Fox 17 News. Now it's the police's problem. Now they got to get these people out of there. God damn. Uh, Ryan says, 
I'm sorry. Bob says, if he cares so much, why doesn't he take in some unhoused people? I don't know. Maybe he does. Ryan says, I think our word outdoor cloth mask guy should do more to help these people rather than protest some business. Well, he might. He might do that. Corey, with an asshole comment of crimes against the homeless are victimless crimes. Jimmy says every protester, but I think coming out of his mouth, it would be protesta should have to let a homeless person live in their homes. Bob says sending them to Ohio would fall under cruel and unusual punishment because Rich suggested sending them to Ohio. Nick says all these surrounding cities ship them to Grand Rapids and overload our system. Yeah, ultimately, these are people that are in the throes of drug addiction. And that's that's a damn shame. But at the same time, you cannot make this the problem of the people who don't have those problems. You can't just force that on them. I don't mind if a guy comes walking up to me and says, Hey, man, you got any money? Can I have some money? I'm either going to say no, or I'm going to say yes. Sometimes I've done it. Sometimes I haven't. Hell, I was with uh, Brett from the huge show. And uh, this was easy, uh, charitable, inadvertent racism. Outside of the radio station, uh, smoking a heater with Brett and homeless guy is walking up to me Well, he's walking our direction and I assumed he was going to ask for money this is terrible and I said hey I'm way ahead of you and I got a $10 bill out and I gave it to him and he kind of looked at me like I'm looking at you like what thanks starts walking down the street and Brett goes what are you doing I go, I'm helping a homeless guy. He goes, how the fuck do you know he's homeless? I go, well, uh, he goes, this is a, this is charitable racism. This is what I'm describing. This says easy charitable racism. That's you only gave him that dollar. Cause he was a black guy walking $10. Cause he's a black guy walking down the street. What the fuck is wrong with you? That guy hates you now. Yeah, I, I think everything you've said is is accurate as to what went down. I did just assume he goes. You racially profiled the guy. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. What do you think? Uh, Stevie says I don't carry cash. I always say no. Uh, Bob says yeah, but you can. Uh, Venmo or cash app them now. I think that a, uh, a homeless guy, if he walked, walked around with like a sandwich board with like one of those, um, QR codes right on it, 
from his uh from his Venmo. That'd be a fun creative way to help him out. And you know, I think you need one of those signs that says um uh not going to lie, need pot. Or not going to lie, need pussy. Need money for pussy. Or for hookers. With a QR code. That's what the outreach community should do. Instead of like going there and getting a uh, a place to sleep in three, uh, they're going to set you up with your sandwich board placard QR code. And you just walk around downtown with a QR code and uh, tell everybody what you need. Hey, I need some drugs. Uh, I need a hooker. That's pretty much it. I need some booze. Here's my QR code. I do that all day. They got to change their approach in order to make money. Ryan says, I don't like when homeless folks have cell phones. It confuses my non-intelligent brain. Corey says, if I can Venmo them, then they don't need it. Corey, I'm confused because you, you lean left. You're like, you're like uh, uh, quite liberal. I thought. Yet you seem more um, hardened towards these people's plight than I do. What's going on there? He says, nah, I'm middle of the road. Um, yeah, I'm kind of there, but maybe a little bit more. It depends on the topic or uh, what, what we're talking. I could be a little bit more left, a little bit more right. I don't want to say I'm a libertarian because... Uh, that's stupid. Aram says, Corey is just a jerk. Okay. Maybe, maybe anyway, that's what's going on. Thank you to a and E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Uh, Joe Martinez and the crew. If you have any issues that go on with the uh, AC that you needed to get taken care of, reach out to them, 616-516-8579. As uh, we approach the end of August, just know that it's getting close to when we'll be flipping on the furnace. That furnace needs to be uh, checked, and you can start to schedule now for your furnace tune-up. Every year, every year, don't make this mistake. Furnace gets tuned up, AC gets tuned up. My son, uh, my daughter-in-law, Aubrey was just telling me, you know, we never did get this thing checked. We hear you talking about that on the show, and we've never done it. And uh, now they're, they've experienced some problems. So just keep that in mind, 616-516-8579. Uh, he needs to look at your gear twice a year, AC and heat. If you don't, you're just asking for trouble. So he can actually put a timeline on how much life you have in your equipment left in it. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. I appreciate your patience. What with the um, what with the health scare that I am experiencing right now and the um, uh, blood sugar issues, possibly diabetes, is very, very concerning to me. But because of that and the water that I'm drinking, um, trying to make that a regular habit, uh, I, I am going to pee more. There is no question. And I have to do that again. Appreciate your patience. Stand by. Until I get this sorted out till further notice, I imagine the show will have these types of interruptions for the foreseeable future.
last night, uh, as I mentioned, sleep was uh, did not come easy for your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, made a little bit worse by uh, Bruce wakes up. And then he wanders over to like where we our faces are, our heads. And then he's standing there and he starts to whine. He's like, he wants to get under the covers. So you have to lift the covers up. He can't quite lift them up with his head. And then he goes and he's down by like uh, where our genitals are. But he's facing up towards the bed. And then after a period of time, he gets warm. So he army crawls up and then his little face pops out. So now he's like, uh, his head is where our heads are. So, okay, great. That's the next disturbance. So I'm finally starting to fall asleep. Medicine is taking effect. And then uh, all of a sudden I feel somebody tromping around. It's Darla. So now Darla wants up there too. And she actually lays on top of Bruce. So now um, we're completely packed in like sardines on this bed. Diana gets frustrated. She I, 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 she complains, and then that was it. I fall asleep. I wake up, though, and I'm like, what's going on? And uh, where her head was, now her feet are, which normally isn't a problem for me because of my love of feet. But uh, she, she had to flip around. She actually was laying with on the uh, – just so she could – I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? This is unbelievable. Holy crap. It's another day in the life. It was a rough one. I I suspect a nap at some point today. Uh, All right. The guy who brought you Fire Festival. What's his name again? Billy Madison. Billy McFarlane is at it again. Uh, Okay. And he's actually selling tickets to what we don't know. What are the specifics? Where? When? Who will be there? Why should we buy them? He is selling tickets for Fire Festival, number two, uh, for $499. Now, this is the guy who was in prison for, like, fraud. After all of the shit that went on with the first fire festival, and then he did a whole bunch of other scams. This is a, a long drawn out history. This guy, he's, he's a known fraudster, fraudulent to no end. <coughs> on a big fraud Wednesday, he would be a great guest. Somehow manages to get up the nerve to say to people, I am doing fire festival too. Look at this. Friday, December 6th, 2024. So a year and four months from now. Starting at at, at, uh, noon on December 6th. Where? Caribbean Sea. That's all we know. They write Fire Festival 2 is here. We're dropping the first pre-sale fire passes, which includes one ticket to Fire Festival. Fire Festival 2 and access to fire pop-ups. Don't know what that is. Experiences, a little vague. And the fire crew community. Why is that good? That tells me nothing. 
a fire pop-up. You get access to a fire pop-up. Equally vague experiences. And access to the fire crew community. Why is that even good? Look at the first one uh, tickets one through one hundred are four ninety nine. And you, if you click on this damn thing, it check out. Okay, there you go. You enter your email. Now that I am not doing that. That just I mean, who the fuck would would agree to this? And then uh, it says, coming soon, the Fire 400, which is the next 400 tickets, they go up in price to $7.99. And then the next uh, 400 tickets, $11.99. So this continues until, I don't know, he takes all your damn money. Ultimately, the last uh, handful of tickets... Go for seven thousand ninety nine, seven thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. You have got to be kidding me! If you are a person that actually agrees to sign up for this and pay this man these fees, uh, you deserve to lose all of your money. It's so bad that if It's so bad that if you bought the ticket and then it did, it went like it's going to go and you sued him and you were in front of a judge, the judge would say, well, it, you, we can't say we didn't warn you. We tried, but if you're so stupid that you actually participate in this and buy this, uh, yeah, case dismissed. Get the fuck out of here. Bud Vugger 78 says, buy a ticket. This could be your first episode of Zane in real life. Ryan says the story is so funny to me. It's like getting out of jail somehow after you murdered someone. Instead of trying to start over, you go ahead and murder someone again. But talk about it beforehand. Hey, uh, this is uh, Billy Madison, whatever the fuck my name is. I'll be murdering someone a little later on today. You can line up, get your murder tickets if you want me to murder you. Kenny says he should have at least changed the name since the first one failed. What a dummy. Why? Why? People are stupid. Just call it the same thing. Who gives a fuck? Just say, make shit up that you're going to do. Like uh, pop-ups. You can get yourself a pop-up and an experience. And you can be part of the fire community. Uh, Let's check in on this latest stupid video of uh, Billy McFarlane. What's up, guys? This is a big day because as of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. It has been the absolute wildest journey to get here and it really all started during the seventh month stint. Yeah, it's been a wild journey because you've been in jail. Listen to how he sets this up. Here, and it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. <laughs> I wrote out this 50-page plan of how it would take this overall interest and demand in fire and how it would take my ability to bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen, but how it would find... Step one, don't steal everyone's money. And ...the best partners in the world to allow me to be me while executing fire's vision to the highest level. He wrote down how to find the best partners in the world, and it should say under it, impossible, because I'm Billy McFarlane. 
In my first year, I partnered with one of the biggest and best TV companies in the world. Who? Who is that? Who did you partner with? To produce a documentary called After the Fire. I haven't seen it, haven't heard it. Is that even a thing? I've also worked with one of the biggest production companies to sign a deal to produce Fire Festival, the Broadway musical. Prove it. Fire Festival, the Broadway musical. I need to know when this is going to happen. Tell me, tell me more about this fantasy shit. And finally, today, we were announcing Fire Festival 2. We spoke to people as far away as the middle. He already announced it. He announced, we played this clip a month ago. Not this clip, but a, a clip just like it. Least in South America. And ultimately, we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. It needs to be at like a fairground in like Ohio or Iowa or some shit. We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year. And in the meantime, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's fucking go. Yeah. What? You didn't say anything. You're just asking people to pay $500 for nothing. Again, if someone actually spends the money on this. Okay, let's say you're dating somebody nice. Okay, let's use Crazy Ashley. And she's uh, hitting it off with uh, Tim from Shoreliners. They're like the new power couple in the community. And if, uh, if you know, she's at home and and uh, Tim's over, he goes, oh, man, I, I got a surprise for you. Oh, yeah, what is it? Ashley's the one who sent me the story, by the way. She's been following it more than I have. And Tim says, oh, we're going to do something fun. I just paid $4.99 a ticket because uh, Billy McFarland said so to go see Fire Festival 2. Should be great. You'd leave them. You'd be like, all right, okay, there we go. That's it. That's the red flag. Sorry. Holy shit. Stevie says... Billy McFarlane has such a slappable face. Jimmy says, will you give me $7,000 to see me play? I'm selling tickets now. I'd be more likely to do that than do anything with Billy McFarlane. Aram says, what if this festival is the real deal? Well, I would think that right now he has nothing. He would have been, he would have given more details because if your credibility is shit after the first one, the only way to get it back is to actually have some uh, real truths that can be backed up by simple searches about what you're doing now. And you can't do that with him. So if he had those things, he would trumpet it. Like, let's say he partnered with Pepsi. Somehow Pepsi worked. He's partnering with Bud Light or something like that. Bud Light's trying to reestablish dominance in the marketplace. They're going to team up with Billy McFarlane for Fire Festival 2. That would be fantastic. That's actually a good idea. Let's get some publicity on that deal. Then he would say that, but he doesn't have any partners. He doesn't have anything. My God, how dumb is this? Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Trump is turning himself in supposedly Thursday. Indictment number four for Trump. My God.
He will surrender to authorities in Georgia to face charges. This is the case where he said, uh, I need 11,500 votes to, so that I can win the election or whatever the fuck it was. And uh, they say, yeah, we, uh, the uh, whoever is prosecuting it, state, says uh, he was scheming to overturn the 2020 election loss in the state. Trump posted uh, or said at a campaign thing, I don't know, can you believe it? I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday to be arrested. Trump wrote on Truth Network, uh, Truth Social, Monday night, hours after his bond was set at $200,000. It's his fourth arrest since April when he became the first former president in U.S. history to face indictment. This is going to backfire. I, I just have a sneaking suspicion that this is not going to work. They're going to try, and they're going to try to uh, uh, get this guy locked up. And I don't even know what that means in the long term for running for president. Um, but I, it, I, I don't think that that this will affect anything. I think this is actually going to bolster his legend. You got. I mean, all he has to do is tap into the audience with that whole, "Yeah, I'm a cowboy. I'm a renegade." I'm uh, being arrested all the time. Who gives a shit? I'm still going to be the president. The fact that he's sitting out the debate. He is, uh, uh, if you were to look at the 2016 campaign to now, um, it it's the remarkably similar with the amount of uh, uh, sway he holds. And I remember everybody was freaking out back in 2016. Even uh, Mitt Romney, a fellow Republican, uh, went on the offensive saying, no one vote for Trump. Stay away from Trump. And the poll numbers just go up. All you need to do, you would think that people would um, uh, would learn that uh, like the Hulk, he gets stronger the more matter he gets. Trump uh, gets more strong when the more people, I can't even think of it, gets stronger when there's more people indicting him or attacking him. It's happening right now. And we're watching it happen. Uh, if they had just, okay, let's just think about this. If all these people that decided to, um, what do you call it? Uh, prosecute Trump had just not and ignored him. Um, would he, I can, I just have a feeling that he wouldn't have as much of a hold on one half of the country that he does right now. I just don't believe that. I think that if it, it, you know, this constant story of people bringing him in, him getting arrested, fingerprinted, mug shots, all that, it builds to the mystique. It builds to the legend. And I don't think it's anything that can be planned, but whoever makes these decisions thought this is the right thing to do. Uh, people have asked me, do you think this is um, politically motivated? Yes, absolutely politically motivated. I don't think people want to see Trump in office, and that's why this is happening. Will I vote for him? Of course not. No. Uh, I would take um, Joe Biden drooling than I would Trump. And it isn't because of the good job Joe Biden's done. And it isn't even so much the job that I think Trump will do. Okay? My concern is... I'm concerned if he wins because of the people who support him 
and I'm concerned if he loses because of the people that support him. It isn't so much I'm worried about Trump himself. It's about his sycophants, the idiot driving the pickup, because um, the worst of these people came out in the in the four years and beyond since he was uh, made president. They have a voice and someone um, who they believe in and they think that they should be bold in their racism and their hatred of people and, and shit like that. It's more of a cultural thing. is isn't so much the economics of the country. Um, and so I would say anybody, but Trump for the common good of the nation is my opinion on that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to read this last ad and then I'm going to draw my blood. And then I'm going to announce the asshole of the day. I think we all know who it is. Um, what the hell was her name? I don't know. I'm not going to scan for it right now. We'll think of something terrible to say. Uh, all right. Thank you very much to Berlin Raceway. There is racing this weekend at Berlin Raceway online at berlinraceway.com. Get a ticket for 14 bucks. 15 and under free. Buy tickets online at berlinraceway.com. Parking is free. It's a great time. You have three weeks of racing left to go at berlinraceway.com. Thank you to them. Uh, let's get to the asshole of the day. Uh, brought to you by TC Paintball. Yesterday it was Kid Rock for drinking Bud Light. Make up your mind, asshole. Cheerleader GF for girlfriend whore. My God, I cannot believe that. That is just so bad. That is your asshole of the day. Okay. So you get this kit, this glucometer. This is the device. Okay. This is the uh, Lancet. The little pokey thing. You put it in here. You pop this little thing off to expose a little picker. And then you like put it in there and then you push this button. Almost took my eye out. All right. So that's ready to go. Now these test strips. Remarkable, really. A lot better than what Tyler was talking about, how you had to drink your urine to see if you were diabetic. Put this little bastard in here. Okay. I think the anticipation of hitting the spring-loaded thing uh, is the worst part of it. Just break it. Ow! God, I hate that. All right. 
little bit of blood. It's a reading. It's thinking. 86. Two hours after I eat, my blood glucose is 86. I think that's great. All right. This might be much to do about nothing. It's possible. Two hours after I ate, my blood glucose is 86. I will report to buyers. Thank you for being here. I love you. And I will talk to you on the Patreon. Take care, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye.